Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the real Ephraim, Pastor Cervante Ephraim. And I want to thank you for tuning in today on today's show. We are in still Passion Week. We are still celebrating the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Remember, we are in Passion Week, and I praise God for you. Today is Good Friday. So on today's topic, we are going to talk about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and the events leading up to that here on today's podcast show. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the real Ephraim, Pastor Cervante Ephraim. I want to first by start off saying, yes, I am a drug and alcohol counselor. And the services that I do provide is counseling, whether it be domestic violence, anger management, parenting, and also um, done with substance abuse. <laughs> got a kind of got messed up. But I offer those services just to let you know and if you need or you know anyone that's in need of those services please feel free to contact me i uh am available uh on the weekends and the morning times and uh through the week it may vary you know so feel free to contact me and let me know if anyone needs those services i am ready to work i provide the worksheets i provide certificates upon completion so feel free to let me know if you know anyone are you in need of counseling and I also do zoom counseling so please stop by the website pastorcervanteephraim.com and check me out and see the different services that I have available it'll be a blessing amen have a good night Praise God, everybody. I want to thank you again for tuning in to the Real Ephraim Pastor Ephraim Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Cervante Ephraim. Before we get into everything, I want to just start off by saying thank you to everyone, amen, that has listened, downloaded, or subscribed. Continue to listen and subscribe and listen, amen. I thank God for you, you, and you, amen. Don't forget to stop by the Real Ephraim Podcast website. Yes, it's official, amen, where you can see all the latest blogs, you can see all the latest episodes also, and you can also hit that button so when you when you when the new um show hits you will actually get i got kind of tongue-tied there amen you can also go to pastorcervanteephraim.com also there you can see the different services that we offer amen you can see everything and everything the live stream amen the real ephraim podcast live stream on youtube that's going to be up and running soon amen but first amen now that we said that let us get into a word of prayer father god in the name of jesus god i thank you and i praise you for this time 
Amen. I pray you forgive us for all of our sins. Everything we did and said that was not right in your sight, Lord God. I ask that you will forgive us right now, God. Thank you and praise you for this Passion Week. Thank you, Lord, for this Good Friday, God. Thank you, Lord, for your death, burial, and resurrection, God. Thank you, God, that you rose up early on Sunday morning, God. We're going to praise you. We're going to thank you and give you all the praise and advance in Jesus' name, God. Lord, you gave us the activity of our limbs, our hands, our feet, our eyes, our voice, Lord God, so we can use them as you please. Lord God, continue to govern our lives, govern our hearts. God, we give you all the praise and the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen and amen. Let's get into it. Amen. Now, I want to just first start off by saying that, you know, people have many depictions and many different uh, versions of what happened on the cross. Amen. Some people say that he didn't get on the cross. Some people say that he was. Amen. Some people say that it was on a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Amen. But to each his own. Amen. No judgment over here. Amen. But I'm going to say and give you what God gives me. Amen. And I just pray that God continue to speak through me. Amen. That I may speak to his people. Amen. Speak to me first. Amen. And give me what to say. Amen. Because I know that Vante himself can say some crazy stuff. Amen. But once you begin to get in God's face and let him guard your tongue, guide your tongue and your mouth and give you what to say. Amen. It will be anointed. Amen. So I just thank God again for this time. Amen. On this good Friday. Amen. Praise God. Now, if you will read your Bibles, if you will go to your Bibles, you can see that, well, if you've been in church, ever thought about going to church, or if you ever read the story as a kid, you will see that the crucifixion, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ was, 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 if you were little, you'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. Amen. But remember, everything had to happen. Amen. It had to go down. Amen. And whatever that happened in your life, it had to happen. Amen. As you heard in the last episode, uh, in the triumphal entry episode, you can you also go on and you can see and listen to that episode. You can see that everything had to happen for a reason. Everything that we go through in every situation, it was mandated and ordained by God. Amen. And that's the part that we get it mixed up because we don't want to go through what God sent us through. Once we say Jesus take the will, that's a statement that people use loosely, but it's very important that once you give God the the command to take the wheel, I want you to be ready for him to take the wheel. Because when he takes the wheel, don't be upset and don't be afraid to where he takes you. Amen. So be careful what you say. Amen. And we have to understand that. We have to know that the things that we go through, that the things that we are destined to go through because of who we are in Christ and because of who God says that we are, if he called you to be a prophet, preacher, teacher, bishop, pastor, if he called you to be those things, know that you're going to go through. Amen. Know that you are destined. If you have dreams at night, if you don't want to clear the air, if you have dreams at night and if you, you know, wonder, you hear somebody calling your name, if you hear somebody looking 
at you and you look over and somebody's not there, if you don't, if you have those type of situations, I just want to clear the air for you. You have to go to them because God has his hand on you and he is watching you. Amen. That's where we get it mixed up at. And where the places that we're going, we wonder why I'm going to jump to this to wonder why people are going or coming at you and you wonder why everybody thinks you know well why are they picking on me it's because you're chosen they see something on you and they know that god hand is on you because they can see they're seers amen you may not think they're seers but they see you and they know you say so they so they know where you're going so you have to go through and it's their job to <laughs> send you through. Don't think that it's not mandated by God, though. Oh, so well, watch out. Don't think that whatever you're going through is not mandated by God because God is in it. It may not seem like it, but he's there. Amen. So if you experience those things, I want to let you know that God has his hand on you and God is taking you through. Amen. And he is allowing you to experience and see some of the same things that he went through. That's a bombshell right there. Watch out because you are going through the same things, the same scrutiny. You're going through the same issues, trials, and tribulations that he went through because of who he was. Amen. He experienced those human things. Amen. And you're experiencing those things also. Amen. God, who is Jesus. They're both the same person who was the Holy Spirit, three people in one. Amen. The Bible says that God sent his only begotten son. That's the Bible. And he sent his son through to be born in flesh, through flesh, not of flesh, not of sin. He was the first person to be born with no sin. Amen. Because he was born through a virgin, Mary. Oh, now that's a whole nother preach right there. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother preach. He sent, God sent his son. He sent his son through generations, amen, in order to come down here to earth and to experience the same things that we are experiencing today. So think it not strange that whatever you're going through and think it's not strange that the places you've gone and the people you've encountered it's not nothing strange. You have to go through those. Amen. It took me a long time to realize that. And I'm still realizing that, that, that even because, because God called me to be a certain way, a certain person. Amen. He set me apart. Amen. From people. He set me apart. Amen. He set you apart. Amen. And he, and he, what he did was he set you apart. Amen. To be different. So don't think that whatever you're going through is strange. That's in a nutshell. Just let me get to this word. Amen. Let's talk about the crucifixion. Amen. Today is Good Friday. Amen. It is the day that that the Bible says that Jesus was crucified. He was tried, crucified, and died on the cross. Amen. But when I read the Bible, let me tell you how I do it. I like to go to things and I like to, to, to read the scriptures before to see what happened, to give me a better understanding. 
before I stand in front of people, before I even begin to open up my mouth, because I want to know what am I reading first? Amen. I want to know what am I going to have to talk about? I want to know what is going on in this situation for me to talk about it. Amen. And I, I, I urge you to do the same. If you plan to read the Bible, if you plan to get an understanding, amen, I want you to try the method of reading scriptures, the scripture before you read the scripture. You get what I'm saying? Get an understanding first. So read what's happening before so you can get an understanding of what's about to happen. (laughs) Amen. And in this chapter, in this book, in this situation, we're talking about the crucifixion. We're talking about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But I wanted to talk about what's going on before that. So I can know, okay, yeah, this is where it's happening and this is where it's going down. Amen. If you were turning your Bibles with me to Mark, the 14th chapter, and I'm going to first say this, um, Mark, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they all have different depictions of the crucifixion. Amen. Now, let's hear this. They have different depictions of the crucifixion because they were all there, but they were all at different points. You get it? They were all at different points in their lives. Amen. And once they got any, they they are all writing from their standpoint of their lives and it all ties back into one thing. Amen. So remember that they're not just, we're not just coming from one-sided. Everything is not one-sided. You have to get all different standpoints. And I will use that in every point of my life. Get all the different sides of the story until you come up with your own, until God gives you revelation of your own. You know, he gives you the revelation that you need. Amen. If you have went through trauma in your life, if you went through something, amen, I would urge you, my brothers and my sisters, to please get all different sides of the story first before you come up, before God gives you the revelation. He will give you the revelation at the end of it all, but you as a person needs to get all sides. An example, if you have been molested, if you've been raped, amen, I pray my, uh, I pray that you, um, I talk about that because that's real stuff amen that's that's bringing it home right there i pray that you would get all the different sides of the story who what when where and how and what led up to this amen because a lot of times we look at one side of one story and we immediately come up with our own assumption we immediately come up with our own revelation and it's wrong Amen. So I pray that we all get different sides of the story first before we come up, before God say, you know what, it's time for you to get the revelation. And this is what I'm giving you. Amen. No matter what, if it's been rape, molestation, if you wonder why you're going through the same cycle in your life, if you're wondering why you always or if your family always going through the same situation is probably you have to get go to the roots of it and get different sides. Amen. It may be harsh. It may be crazy. It may be very hurtful. Amen. But I pray 
that we all get different sides before we come up with our own assumption. God gives you the revelation. Amen. Can't say that much. Amen. You look at different situations in our lives. We need to get a all we get to get all different sides of the story. Amen. So here we are. Mark the 14. If you have your Bibles, I'm not expecting you to go to every book and every chapter and word from word, but I'm just going to be reading from different parts. Amen. And when I did some studying on this, amen, it all came up the same. It all came to the same point. Amen. And it all measured up to the same revelation. It all fell on the same place. Excuse me. Amen. Mark the 14th chapter says, this is this is beforehand. This is before the crucifixion. Amen. This is what happened the day before. Praise God. And during this and Matt and Mark the 14th chapter, we can see that they are preparing for the Passover. And they are, and this is Jesus' last meal with his disciples. Amen. And this is the word of the Lord. It says Mark 14, 15 verses, and he will show you a large upper room furnished and prepared. There make ready for us. This is Jesus talking. And his disciples went forth and came into the city and found as he had said unto them, and they made ready for the Passover. And the evening he cometh with the twelve. And he sat and did eat. Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, one of you which eateth with me shall betray me. Hmm. And they began to be sorrowful and say unto him, One by one, is it I? And another said, it is I. And Jesus said, and he answered and said unto them, It is one of the twelve that dippeth with me in the dish. The Son of Man indeed goeth as it is written of him. But woe to them that the man whom the Son is betrayed. Good were it for the man if he had never been born. Wow. I'm going to leave that right there. So Jesus already knew that someone in a camp was going to betray him. He already knew this. And he already knew that what was going to happen with him. He already knew the outcome. God already knows the outcome. Amen. And the word and the other and, and I'm going to fast forward a little bit. And as the chapter goes on, it talks about how he had communion. Amen. How he did communion with, with uh, he had communion, his last meal with his disciples. And it also says, you know, um, how Jesus will say, you know what? This is the day, even in the night before the cock crow twice, thou shalt deny me thrice. Because Peter asked him, Peter said, well, Lord, I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to go with you, Peter. Uh, Peter said, I'm down with you, Jesus. And Jesus said, you're going to deny me. You know, you are. he already knows. You're going to be, it's going to come a time where you're going to deny me and you're going to deny who I am, you know, as far as me going with you. And it, it didn't sit right with him. You know, Peter said, well, <laughs> you know, crazy, you know, like, you know, for real. But Jesus already knew the outcome. 
And we also talking about here, it says, and we go further in the 32nd, it says, and it came time and it came to a place which was called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, sit ye here while I shall pray. And he taketh with him Peter, James, and John. And he began to soar amazed and to be very heavy. And said unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful unto death. Tarry ye here and watch. See, Jesus knew what was going to happen. He knew what was the situation that was going to happen. And he knew that he needed somebody strong to be with him. So he picked the people that was going to be strong with him. And he already knew. See, the thing about this, God already knows. He knows about us. He knows our hearts. He knows our minds. He knows what we're thinking. Amen. And he needs us. Amen. But here in this chapter, he sees that, you know what, I'm, 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 I don't want to go through it. I'm having I'm having second thoughts about what's going to happen. Amen. And he had nobody to run to. But he thinking since he took Peter, James and John with him, he thinking that these were the main people that was going to be with him when they wasn't. They was they begin to fall asleep. Amen. Then he said and he went a little forward and fell on the ground and prayed that. If it were possible, the hour might pass for him. See, the hour is coming. Amen. The hour, the time is coming. Let's talk about that hour. Amen. And the time and the place is coming where you're going to need God no matter what. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that hour. Amen. When we come back on the Real Ephraim podcast. Amen. And we're back, praise God. And we're talking about Good Friday, amen. The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And before we left, went on a break, we talked about that hour, amen. We're talking about the hour where Jesus was in the garden, amen. He had already had his last meal or supper with his disciples. He informed them that, you know, someone is here, they're going to, then they're going to, they're going to they're going to betray me basically. I already know who it is and they're going to betray me. The person is here, the one that is eating out of the dish with me. Amen. And then he goes to, he talks to Peter and Peter says, Peter, uh, you know, and, uh, Peter tells Jesus, "I'm with you and I want to go with you master to Galilee." And then Jesus says, "Uh no because, you know, you're going to deny me." And just a whole lot of things. Amen. And it's crazy. And it's funny how I'm saying funny, but it's crazy. Jesus already knew these things. And it's crazy how he still accepted. Amen. He still accepted them. Amen. And he went and it goes on to say how he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. And he was letting the disciples know, stay here. I'm, I'm going to need you guys to sit and pray and watch. Amen. Watch, fight and pray. Amen. And then he took some strength with him, Peter, James, and John. And he got upset. I almost I don't know if he got upset, but this is just my analogy of it. He probably got upset and he was amazed that they weren't even they weren't even strong enough to be with him. It was late, they were sleepy and tired. Amen. So we're talking about then he begins to pray, he talks about that hour. Amen. And here we go. Uh, verse 35 in the fifth mark. Mark 14, 35th verse, 34th verse. 
He says, and saith unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful unto death. Tarry ye here and watch. And he went forward a little and fell on the ground and prayed. If it were possible, the hour might pass me. He wanted this cup or this situation to pass because he knew what was about to happen. And he said, 36 verse, and he said, Abba, Father, all these things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me. Then turns around and says, nevertheless, not what I will, but that thou wilt. Amen. And other translations that say, um, nevertheless, thou wilt be done. Amen. Not my will, but thy will be done. Another translation says that. Amen. And pretty much what he's saying right there, he's letting God, his father, know that, you know what? Okay, we'll just bring it. <laughs> you know, amen. He said, okay, well, you know what? Nevertheless, no matter what, I'm not going to give up. Amen. Whatever it is, I just have to accept it and go through with it. And I'm just going to have to just just have to just go through whatever you're sending me through. Amen. And sometimes we have to go through things. And I mean, how many times have we had a nevertheless moment? I mean, sometimes we break, well, we break down. We cannot go through those nevertheless moments. And here we see an example. God is saying, nevertheless, let thy will be done. So, okay, I asked you to take the will. Amen. So take it. Okay, where we got to go and what we have to do. Amen. And that's why it's important to get an understanding. Amen. In the in the Bible and to every in everyday things. Because it's God's will, amen, that we prosper. It is his will that we prosper. It's God's will that we go through. Amen. And the cold part about it is that he's going to help us through it. Amen. Not saying that we rely and don't do nothing, but we have to put effort into it. Amen. We have to say, okay, God, I know you got this. It's hard for me, but you know what? I can do all things. I, you got me. Amen. And it takes a changed mind to receive that. Amen. It's real hard. Amen. But nothing's too hard for God. But like preachers, like pastors, like everyone else, we're human. And we sometimes forget that. Amen. I know I do. I'm like, I'm not even going to sit here and lie about it. I go through that. Amen. But I have to remember that nevertheless, God, okay, if you say you got me, if you gave me the example here, you show me that you got me. Amen. And that's the blessing. That's what we have to understand. Amen. And it says, and he cometh and findeth them sleeping and said unto Peter, Peter, Simon, sleepest thou? Canest not thou watch me one hour? You know, I was gone for a minute. Can you, you know, I need you to watch. Watch ye and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. The spirit truly is ready, but the flesh is weak. Mm. Key, key scripture. The spirit is truly ready, but the flesh is weak. Amen. And that's a good statement right there. That's something deep because the spirit man may be up and ready. But uh, the flesh, our flesh may be weak. Amen. The things that we go through is weak. We, the temptation is there and is weak. Amen. It does not have to be a sexual thing. It can be a mental thing or just because in the, our flesh is weak. My flesh is weak. I love to play my PlayStation. I love to sit on the you know, couch. I like to relax. It may be, it may, it may not be that. It may be toward food. It may be towards anything. Your spirit, man, may be up and ready, will willing to do the will of God for your spirit, but your flesh is saying no. Stay here. Eat this. Eat that. 
eat a little bit more, do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? So we have to be real. Once we become real with it, then God, it can move. Amen. And we have to make up in our mind. The Bible says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Once we have a renewed mind, then everything lines up. The spirit of man and the mind, it lines up together. Amen. So it says, and he cometh and findeth them sleeping in pen, said unto Peter, Simon, sleepest thou? Couldest not thou watch one hour? Watch ye and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. The spirit is truly ready, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away and prayed and spake the same words. And he returned and found them sleeping again, for their eyes were heavy. Neither wist they what to answer him. They couldn't even answer Jesus because they were asleep. <laughs> and he cometh a third time and said to them, Sleep on now, it's okay, and take your rest. It is enough. The hour is come. Behold, the Son of Man, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Amen. God is Jesus said, Okay, you know what? It's okay. I I feel you. Amen. Woo 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 woo. Now lay down. It's okay. I got this. Now God didn't gave me the strength. My father gave me the strength. It's okay now. It's everything is gonna happen. Right in verse 42 says, Rise up, let us go. Lo, he that betrayeth me is at hand. He already knew. He heard him and he saw, excuse me, he heard and he saw him. He said they was at the gate ready for him. So he was ready for him. He already knew. And immediately while he yet spake, cometh Judas, one of the twelve with him. And a great multitude with swords and staffs and the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. And they all came to get Jesus. Now, all of a sudden, everybody want to rise up and fight. Come on now. And he that betrayed him hath given him a token, saying, Whomsoever I shall kiss, the same is he. Take him and lead him away safe. Amen. Look at that. Look at that. Amen. Look at that right there. Judas told the man, he said, you know what? The person I'm going to kiss, that's the person you're going to take away. That's the signal. And then we already see that. And we already saw that, that we, we, we begin to see that once Judas walks up, what does he do? He greets him with a kiss. Come on, somebody. And then the story goes on that says that and one of them that stood by Jewel sword and smote the servant of the high priest and cut his ear. And the Bible doesn't say who did it. I believe Mark doesn't say who, who, who drew the sword. Amen. The Bible doesn't say, I believe in Mark, it doesn't says that. But I'm going to check for you in Matthew. I believe Matthew says it was Peter. To my knowledge, or even John, I believe in John. It's, I don't know. I've done some research, but the Bible doesn't specify who smoked the ear of the of the guard, and I believe it was Peter who smote the uh, who smote the ear of the guard when when Jesus came into the uh, when when they came into the garden. I believe, I won't say I believe, but it says one of Jesus' companions. But in Matthew, it says one of Jesus' companions. And John, it says, Simon Peter drew his sword and struck. So 
there you go right there. It was Peter who drove, who smote the guard ears off. So Mark does not say who done it, but it says his companion did it. Or someone, you know, different translations they have their own inkling and knowledge of who did it. But the Bible says clearly that Peter did it. And I believe that Peter did it because he was the rider for Jesus. He was the one. He was Jesus's bodyguard. <laughs> he was the one. Amen. So there you have it. We often we don't know until we research. We don't know because we don't have that much knowledge. And we uh we start making up our own assumptions of who did what and what did who. So that's why I tell people that it's important to study. On my end also, it's very important that I study so that I don't want to look like no fool and I want to know what I'm talking about. Amen. So there you have it. It's right there in the book of John, 19 chapter, 16 verse, I believe it says that Peter smote the ear of the guard. So all speculations are clear. Now, let's fast forward. Now, we didn't found out what happened in the book of Mark concerning the, the crucifixion of Jesus. Now we are here. We are here. We are, we are on Good Friday now. We are here and we're going to talk about that, what happened on that day and all the, situ all the events that took place on that day when we come back here on the Real Ephraim podcast show. I want to thank you for tuning in to The Real Ephraim Podcast Show. I am your host, Pastor Cervante Ephraim, where we deal with real people, with real situations, but we also serving a real God. Thank you again for tuning in. And I want to just let you know that if you have any questions, if you have any comments, feel free to email me, Pastor Cervante Ephraim1 at gmail.com. That's just how it sound, how it spells. P-A-S-T-O-R-S-E-R-V-O-N-T-E-E-P-H-R-I-A-M, the number one at gmail.com. Don't hesitate to send me your mail. Let me know what you think. Let me know what I should change. If you got a question, I will answer it live on the podcast show. Yes, I will answer it live. If you have a question, I'll, I'll what I'll do you better. I will even not mention your name. <laughs> so be sure to hit me up. Send me a chat. Let me know how you feel. Let me know what's going on. And I'll read it over the podcast and we'll go from there. Have a blessed evening. And we're back. Amen. And we're still talking about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. The Good Friday. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know about you, but I am so excited, amen, about Good Friday. I'm so excited about Easter. I'm so excited about Resurrection Week. I just thank God that he is resurrected something in us new. Amen. So now <clears throat> we are here. We are Mark 15, and we're talking about, amen, the trial, amen, and the crucifixion, amen, of Jesus Christ, amen. And now here, Mark 15 says, and straightway in the morning, amen, 
Mark 15. Bless his word, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. And straightway in the morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and scribes of the whole council and bound Jesus and carried him away and delivered him unto Pilate. Now, previously in this, amen, and 14, amen, and I'm not mistaken, he's already been captured or led away from the Garden of Gethsemane. That was in the previous episode segment, I'm sorry. He's already been led away. He's already stood trial at the council. Amen. And they're asking him, like, you know, who are you? And, you know, basically, what are you doing and where you come from? And the things you are doing for our blasphemies. Now, if you're a scholar, amen, if you really want to know what happened, amen, if you really want to get all extra deep, amen, and all that good stuff, amen, the reason why they could not find nothing on him. Amen. They could not find no fault in him. Amen. So what they did was they took the fact, amen, that he had called himself the Savior and also he had healed someone on the Sabbath day. Okay. The Sabbath day, that means he healed somebody on Sunday. And there's been, there's no work. The, the churches, you know, the, the healing and all that good stuff is prohibited in that time to be done not on the Sabbath day. The Sabbath day is to remain holy. Amen. If you would go back into your history and you would see that one of the Ten Commandments was to keep the Sabbath day holy. Amen. That was commandment one, two, three. That was commandment number four. It says, remember the seventh day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God in it. Thou shalt not do any work, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger. It is written thou, that is within the gates. For the six days the Lord made heaven and the earth, the sea and all in them, is and rested the seventh day wherefore the lord blessed the sabbath day and hallowed it well what are you saying preacher that's a lot amen that's the ten commandments that's exodus 20 chapter 3 to the 17 amen so what are you saying preacher what am i telling you is that what i'm saying is that in those days the people, the religious scribes and the council or the let's break it down, the government, quote unquote, said that we should not do no work on the seventh day, the Sabbath day. They still believed in the Moses old law. I'm going to get to that later. Amen. We're going to talk about that later. Amen. We're going to talk about all the laws and stuff later. You know, but we're not going to talk about that right now. We're going to talk about present time, what's happening right now. Amen. Hallelujah. We're talking about that reason why that they have Jesus there. Amen. So the reason why they have them there, the reason why he was arrested, the reason why he was taken away was because he did that. And 
they felt that was blasphemous. And then he turned around and said who he said he was. He was even doing more blasphemous. Amen. They felt like, you know, well, who are you? Where you come from? So they could not find nothing wrong with him. Amen. That was something that was considered petty. He didn't kill nobody. He didn't shoot nobody. So they figured, you know what, that was petty. Amen. So, but we need to put something on this man. So they had nothing nothing to do with him because they didn't want that blood on their hands. So they sent him over to Pilate, the, the, the president at that time. Amen. Let's just say. And and the word of the Lord says, and Pilate asked him, Are thou the king of the Jews? And he answered and said unto them, Thou sayest it. You mean, that's what they say. And the chief priest accused him of many things, but he answered nothing. And Pilate asked him again, saying, Answerest thou nothing? Behold, how many things they witness against thee. <laughs> but Jesus answered and said nothing, so that Pilate marveled. He was like, Wow. Amen. Now that the feast. He released unto the one prisoner whomsoever they desired. Amen. So we're at a place where now he left it over to the people. Amen. He he left. We're, let's just say hmm, right now is voting time. Amen. Just let's put in voting time. You know, we want to see, you know, we want to give him over to the people. So we're going to vote. We're going to let the people decide. You know how we get those. You decide. Um, pictures in the mail you decide now and that's what Pilate did he said you know what now you guys decide what's going to happen to him because I, I he's not answering me amen so the word of the Lord says that there was a man named Barabbas and and that made insurrection with him who had committed murder in the insurrection there was a uh, there was an uprising and they had a person named barabbas they had him already in prison so he let the people cry he let the people choose who they wanted to free amen and the same people that said hosanna hosanna the priest the god is here the savior is here is the same people that sent him over and said, you know what? Mm -mm. We don't want him. Let's free Barabbas and let's crucify him. <laughs> That's crazy. The same people that said, oh, Jesus, we are the savior and the same you are the same, you know, you know, you are the one God that truly help us is the same people that holler, crucify him. Isn't it funny how things happen that happened to me 2000 years ago is happening now. Amen. But let's get back to the story. And so Pilate willing to the 15th verse and Pilate can willing to consent the people content with the people release Barabbas unto them and deliver Jesus where he had scourged him to be crucified. Wow. Come on, somebody. The Bible goes on to say how, how they put him in purple robe and put a crown of thorns on his head. And the Bible also goes on to say how they whipped him. And they whipped him to the point to where the meat was coming off his body. Amen. The Bible goes on to say how they taunted him and they 
you know, just totally mutilated Jesus Christ. Amen. And they it goes on to say how they marched him. Amen. From he had to march, he had to carry his own cross. Amen. How many of us have a cross to carry? Amen. We have to carry over. Did you know we have to carry our own cross? Amen. Must and there's a song that says, Must Jesus bear the cross? Amen. What does that mean? What does what does that mean to you when it says, Must Jesus bear the cross? To you, what does it mean? Because there's a song that's as old hymn, and we sing it, but we don't know what it means. So we have to understand the things that we talk and the things that we say and have meaning. Amen. It says a burden or a trial one must put up with or like something that's, you know, it says a burden it said, what does it mean to bear the cross? A burden or a trial one must put up with as an Alzheimer's is a cross to bear for the whole family or a lighter vein. Mowing the lawn is once a week is Brad's cross to bear. This phrase alludes to the cross carried by Jesus to his crucifixion. Today, it must be used either seriously or lightly. Amen. And it says, what does it mean where we all have our crosses to bear? A problem that causes a trouble, worry for someone over a long period of time. We all have our own crosses to bear. Amen. But we're going to get to that later. And we're going to talk about all that in a nutshell. Amen. So here we are at the cross. We're on, we're, we're on the road to the cross and we see that Jesus is going through and we see that Jesus is carrying the cross. And he, you know, th- there's a man that comes by, Simon. He passed by and he said, OK, I'm going to grab this for Jesus. You know, he, and Jesus not, you know, Jesus so out of it. He, you know, he he gets help. He receives help. Amen. So we're on the way. We're, we're on our way to the cross now to the hill of Golgotha. We're here at the place of the skull, as as it's translated, and we see that here the crucifixion takes place. Jesus has been on the cross. They've already labeled him as king of the Jews. And if you read the story, you'll see how he did so much. He He had, he basically held a service on the cross. He brought a soldier to Christ, amen, on the cross, even in his infirmity, amen, even in his trials and tribulation, he still had witness to somebody, amen. So it shows, the, it gives you the story about the two thieves. It shows you how Christ, being who he is, how people were mocking him, amen. He didn't die, he gave up his life, amen. And, it's, and then it shows in the story how people were mocking him and it shows how he died and people thought he was Elijah. It's just, it goes to show you that, you know, we have to take the good, good, we have to take Good Friday seriously. We have to take Resurrection Week very seriously. Amen. 
And it says in 34th and the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a live voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which is being interpreted, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And some of them stood by when they heard it, and behold, said he called Elias. And people, and it says one of the guards gave him vinegar. He he drank the vinegar, and he drank it, and he gave up the ghost. A loud voice said, it is finished. I mean, and then it says, and the wall of the temple was rent and twined from the top to the bottom. I'm going to get to that later. Amen. And then it says that different, at that point, different things happened. Amen. When they spirit him in his side, blood and water came out. Amen. And he gave his rights over to John. It says, woman, behold thy son and son, behold thy mother. Amen. It's just different. A lot of things happen on the cross. Amen. And we begin to see how, how the body, how they wrapped up the body. And then as the story goes on, it goes to tell you how Jesus rose up early that morning. Amen. He rose up Sunday morning with all power in his hand. Amen. And you may have heard it preached many a times. Amen. And you and you don't, but you don't know the details of it. The details was when he was dead in that time, he went and got the keys. Amen. We're going to talk about the keys later. Amen. But he talks about how he went and got the keys from the, from the devil. Amen. And now we have a right to him through this straight to this, this right to Jesus. Amen. But we're going to talk about that later. But that's the story. Amen. And I pray that everyone takes everything seriously. Good Friday and Passion Week. Seriously. Amen. I will be back with my final thoughts here on the Real Ephraim Podcast Show. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the real Ephraim. Just stopping by to let you know that just in time for the holidays, we have real men and real women pray t-shirts. Yes, I said it. Real men pray and real women pray t-shirts backed by popular demand. We have all sizes available, so don't worry. We do have your size. And also introducing, we do have cups yes we have coffee cups for that favorite coffee drinker in your life so feel free to stop by pastorcervanteefrom.com and check me out see the merchandise you know what and for the holiday season they make a good gift okay you have a blessed day bye and we're back amen this is the on my final remarks, <laughs> the uh, final. Yes, amen. And I just want to let you guys know that, you know, that Good Friday, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ is very important in our lives. Amen. Jesus Christ, he died. Amen. That we may have a way to him. Amen. He died for our sins. Amen. Whatever things you are going through, whatever situation it is, remember that you have a Savior. And I just want to let everyone know that no matter what problem or what things may bring, excuse me, Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and he is the light. 
Amen. Resurrection week is very important. I it should not be celebrated just one time. Amen. Resur- Resurrection week, Passion week should be a time should be a time and a place where we should just take out one week to remember Christ and remember what He did for us. Amen. We have been talking about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ in this episode. And one of the key points, one of the key points, and one of the things I want to point out is that no matter what Jesus went through, he did not say nothing. He didn't say a mumbling word. It's hard because we're living in times where people expect a response and they want a response out of you. But we should learn from this story that no matter what the naysayers say or whatever, what problems may bring, he never complained and he never ever agreed or compromised. Amen. Key points in this story. When Jesus died on the cross, or during his death, amen, we see that he ministered to people, even though the agony and the pain that he was going through being nailed to a cross, nailed, meddled up, meddled through, through his hands, amen, and his feet, amen, in the midst of all that, he still ministered. And we should take that, no matter what we're going through and no matter what problems we face, we still should minister to someone. We should still be able to talk to someone about the love of Christ and what he has done in our lives. Give your testimony. Don't ever be ashamed and afraid to talk about your testimony. Amen. Another key point says when he died, the temple of the the temple of the the skirt of the temple split in half. Now what does that mean? It meant that we do not need an advocate, someone to go through to get to God. Amen. Hallelujah. We don't need we don't need a person behind a veil saying, okay, tell me your problems. We have the right to go to God just as we are. And we have the right now through his death to go straight to him and repent. Amen. So remember that we don't need nobody to talk to. We don't we don't need to talk to our problems to nobody. I'm not saying don't talk to your leadership or your sponsor or not don't talk to you know, people that's helping you in your recovery, not saying that, but I'm saying if you really want to get to God, then you have a right now to go to God for yourself. Amen. And that's through prayer. Amen. He he gave us that right when he died on the cross. Amen. That was a key point. Amen. The Bible says that when when the blood hit the ground, the the, the it was an earthquake, the ground shook. Amen. The ground shook and the graveyard. The people that was dead in Christ began to begin to walk. They began to get up out of the grave. What are you saying? It took someone of innocent purity blood for bloodshed in order for him in order to rise. Now, I may be wording it wrong, but you can check for yourself and you can read. I believe it's in, in Luke or or Matthew. Or Mark, where it's, or I was, we was reading Mark, Luke, and it tells you that when the blood hit the ground, the ground shook, and the people in the graveyards came up. 
That's power. Amen. So I just want us to understand, want me to understand that, you know, God, Jesus died for us, for our sins, that we may have a way through him. How do we get to God? Through prayer. He died so that we may have a right to the kingdom. Amen. The Bible also says that he was he was he was gone for three days. He was gone for three days. And during those times, scripture says that he got the keys. He got the keys from the enemy. He got the keys. Amen. He went and got the keys to the gates. You know, he he went and got the keys. That means he gave us all dominion and power over him. Satan and his whole army is now in trouble because we have the keys now. We know how to get to God. Well, what are the keys? Prayer, fasting, all that, all that living right. Those are the keys. Amen. Doing his work, listening to God. Those are the keys. Amen. To get to God. Amen. So what are we doing with the keys? Amen. What are we doing with his death? Amen. As we remember Passion Week, as we remember this Easter Sunday, amen. It's not just about the bunny and hard-boiled eggs and chocolate, but it's about the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Take that with you, amen, and you will go far. Amen. I don't have much to say, amen, but you know what? You can read the story for yourself and get up. If you want a better understanding, you can read the story and you can see how it all went down. You can see how he was he was in a barber tomb. Amen. I'm quite sure you heard the uh they call that the uh closing at in churches. Amen. When you, when, you know when when, uh, when you get up to preach, they say it's time to take him up the hill. And they and everybody know when you take him up the hill, you know what that means. We know what that means. We know exactly what that means. You know, to give you a little piece of it, the you know, this is how we do it in church. We say, Oh, it's time to take you up the hill. Amen. Then we say, and that's when people they begin to hoop. Amen. And they say, Oh, they marched in from judgment hall to judgment hall. Hallelujah, Jesus. You know, that's how they do it. Amen. That's how, you know, I'm gonna say how they that's how we do it. Amen. But um, that's you know, they be hooping. If you're in church, you see them hooping and they talk about going up the hill. That's what that means. Amen. It's time to go up that hill. It's time to bear the cross. Amen. It's time to bear the cross. Amen. And we talk about bearing crosses. Thank you, Holy Ghost. On that, bearing crosses. Amen. That's something, too, because everyone has a cross to bear. Everyone has something, a cross to bear. And your cross can be whatever it is. And you have to wear it. You have to own it. Amen. It's what you it's what you did, or you have you have to own it, amen. But we can we can we can go deeper now on another episode. But I just want to bless God for everyone. I want to bless God for this time, amen. The time is far well spent in Jesus' name. Let us pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God. I thank you and I praise you for this day, God, that you have blessed, amen. I thank God that you went down into the. I went, you went and you died for us, Jesus. You you bled for us, God. You pleaded for you, you're pleading for us, God. God, I thank you and I praise you for this good Friday. I thank you, Lord, for this resurrection Sunday, God, that you woke up early. You resurrected something new in us, God. And God, we're going to praise your name for it. 
We give you all the praise and all the glory. We bind the devil, plead the blood of Jesus over every situation right now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, it's just not about Easter eggs, Lord God, but it's about you, God. We give you all the praise, give you all the glory, and God, we just thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, Lord. Thank you, for Lord, for this podcast. Lord, God, bless this podcast right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, God, pray that people listen, Lord, God, that they get a word and a blessing out of it. God, I give this podcast, Lord, God, to you. I give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. Thank you again. Amen for the Real Ephraim podcast show. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And Lord, continue to and just continue to keep us in your prayer, Lord. Continue, everyone, just to continue, continue to keep us in your prayer. Keep this podcast ministry in prayer, Lord. I pray if you got something out of it, you can send a donation of one dollar to my Cash App or Venmo. Amen. If you go on Cash App, just type in Pastor Cervante. If you go on Venmo, type in Pastor Cervante. If you want to go buy a shirt, that's even better. Support the ministry. You can go to the Real Ephraim Podcast Show, or you can go to PastorCervanteEphraim.com, and you can go there. You can see every all the services that I also offer, too. Amen. We offer a lot of different services. And just go and stop by and check us out. Amen. And we have a lot of new things, and God is blessing us to, to make new to explore new avenues. So I thank you in advance for stopping by. Amen. You can go and check out the blogs. Amen. Thinking out loud. Uh, those are different blogs. I just be coming up, you know, God be dropping in my spirit sometimes. I just be writing and I feel like I need to write. Amen. It was just, you know, you know, they say that it's a free speech, free opinions. You know, I just give, give everybody what God give me. You know, it may not be right. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not going to tell you, oh, you know, you're, you're mad for get mad at you for speaking your mind and being honest with me. Please be honest. Tell me where I can improve. If something wrong, something right, let me know. I'll study it. I'll take care, take hold of it. So I thank you all in advance in Jesus name. I pray that you were again blessed. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the real Ephraim. Pastor Ephraim Cervante Pack, Real Ephraim Podcast Show, where we deal with real people, we deal with real situations, and also serve a living God. Thank you again. Have a blessed day.